0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: But this next guest is very special in his own right, and he's definitely here. Let's welcome Chris Rose to the show. What's up, Chris?
2: Hi, guys. How you doing?
1: Welcome to the playoffs, buddy.
2: Yeah, it's nice to be back, isn't it? Like,
3: My uh, goodness. Both of my, I, I both love of my that you're sons representing, too. Right
2: oh, yeah. Well, both it. my sons are home right now. I've got one that lives in San Diego, one that's a senior in high school here, and I just woke up the senior late start day out here in California. Yeah. And uh, I said, "So are you nervous?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm really nervous." I was like, "Oh, this is perfect. <laughs> this got me back to the mid '80s in my high school years." So we can't wait to get going. Um, is it Saturday?
4: Saturday. I know. I, I, I wish, that's I wish a great it was Saturday
1: feeling.
0: already. You know, I mean, that's a great feeling. You want that feeling. You want to feel nervous. Sure. Playoff games are never easy. No matter how good, even if your team's the favorite, no, there's no such thing as easy playoff games. So you, that nervous feeling means you that you live in life. You're living in an exciting lane here. That's a great feeling to have, no?
2: It is. Um, and so at this time of year, I have the good fortune of working at NFL Network both Saturday and Sunday during the wild card and then the divisional rounds, um, when there's games those days, usually I would be in nice and early on Saturday to watch, you know, the first kick. But I have decided to stay here and watch the game with my sons because I just realized I never watched a Browns playoff victory with my parents together. Oh, my god. So, gosh. yeah, I uh, – Obviously the Raiders game was the first one. Right. I was grounded for that. I was supposed to go to the game, but I was grounded. Bad oh. kid in first grade. Yeah, 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 yeah. Red right. So I watched you. it with my I watched it with my mom. My dad was at the game with my brother. Uh, and then obviously the strike shortened season. That game was out in LA. We lost 27-10. Then we beat the Jet. We lost to the Dolphins. That year we were up 21 to 3. That was on the road. The next year, uh, we beat the Jets. I was at that game, but my parents weren't. What so a just, game. It never, yeah, it never happened. So I want to be able to Can I ask we what we you were, gro-
4: what were you grounded for, Chris? Do you even remember?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got to be, be a great remember, story. I mean, I was nine. It couldn't have been that great. Um, <laughs> so do you guys remember those little Playmobil toys? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm probably so, the only one that remembers them. They still have them. Look them up. Google them. They still have them out there. Yo. Uh, they're not that cool. The, the toys aren't that cool. But I spray painted them black on our garage stairs. Oh, no. And I, then I flushed them down the toilet. for some. I don't know. I must have been some sort of sick, Dang. sadistic kid. And uh, so my parents were like, yeah, you're not going to the game. I was like, wait a second. This is the first time they've ever been in the playoffs. They're like, yeah, moron. Learn.
3: <laughs> Were so, you, were you, that that sounds like somebody that was cruel to animals. You just <laughs> spray painted a man, flushed him down the toilet. Had a, had well, he, had to, I, he had to get rid of the evidence. He, <laughs> yeah. he didn't
4: want the evidence. Yeah. To stick around.
2: yeah. You guys should have talked to my shrink, Mrs. Goldhammer, back in the day. Then you really could have done a deep dive on what was wrong with Rose as a kid.
3: Yeah. Hey, you, you, you know, Chris, uh, we were talking about it amongst ourselves. Is it crazy to think that this might be the Browns best opportunity to win a super bowl like like you know looking forward or like just the way the circumstances have laid there in the playoffs it seems like teams aren't aren't playing up like Patrick Mahomes isn't playing up to snuff is this an opportunity for the Browns to, to win a championship when you didn't even think that they would even be in the playoffs given this year
2: yeah I mean I remember waking up two days after the Baltimore game uh where we came from behind to win and I was crushed right um had a bunch of texts on the season being over once Watson broke his shoulder. And I was like, my God, this team really had a legit shot Mm -hmm. and feel like it was just going down the drain. And then to see what what happened these final five weeks of the year was nothing short of amazing. And, um, you know, the Browns have become kind of a darling in the NFL. You know, there's a lot of people who feel like they have the best chance of upending Baltimore, I do think there's a pretty sizable gap between Baltimore and the rest of the AFC. It doesn't mean that the Browns or somebody else can't get them in 60 minutes of football. It just feels like Baltimore's playing at a really high level right now. Um, but other than that, there's no team that is definitively better than the Cleveland Browns right now. I know that Buffalo went on a five-game winning streak to to finish the season, but like Kansas City and Miami can't get out of their own way. So one of those teams will go away, and the other one will be okay in the divisional round. So yeah, I mean, do we have a shot at the Super Bowl? We do. We
4: do. Chris, the you work thing- at the NFL. Ne- I'm sorry, Bull, yeah, I, uh, you work at the NFL network. So you, you know, all the narratives, you know, the conspiracy theory over the last couple of years is well, the league just writes the storylines. They do that in like August and then mm-hmm. they play out. So let's just play that game for a second. Would there be a better narrative than Joe Flacco in Baltimore against the Ravens no. in a playoff game? I mean, that's like storybook stuff.
2: Yeah, it'd be great. It would be fantastic and um you know there's a lot of people in Baltimore from what I can tell that are rooting for Joe Flacco. Like they are now if they see him in the divisional round or if they see him in the AFC championship game that will quickly change. <laughs> but he was extremely well respected there. You know, did things go great at the end when they drafted his eventual successor and <clears throat> You know, maybe he didn't do everything in his power to help Lamar get up to speed. I mean, he's not the only guy, if that's the way it went down. And, you know, we weren't there to know, but that's kind of what you heard. Um, but, yeah, it would, be, it would be fantastic. And it has been an incredible, incredible run. I mean, I called, I filled in for Jim, his first start out here in Los Angeles. And I don't know if you guys remember the opening drive. They ended up scoring a touchdown. Yeah. And I was like, I cannot believe that just happened. Yeah. I mean, I know the dude has played 15 years of NFL football, but still to literally just kind of get off his couch where he was throwing passes to his brother and his dad, occasionally his kids, to have no OTAs, no preseason football, and to introduce yourself to a bunch of guys, go buy dinner out in Los Angeles, and then start throwing touchdown passes to Jerome Ford. It's, it really is incredible and fun to watch.
0: Chris, if it is Browns-Ravens next week, I mean, all, I, I, who knows if this will matter or not, but... I mean, don't you think all the pressure is on Baltimore? Lamar Jackson, since taking over for Flacco, they've been a disaster in the playoffs. They have one playoff win in a lot of years where people thought they were going to make big runs the year he won the MVP. You know, Joe Flacco has no pressure on him in my mind. I don't know. Do you think that, that that's the case and that might affect the Ravens and Lamar?
2: Why in the world would you ask me about next week's game? What
0: you you you've worked in you Cleveland it a long
2: enough time? That, no, no, no. You brought it up. Uh, I, b- brought I brought it. I I mean, Jay brought it up. Yeah. So somebody that, else brought it up. I'm not no. thinking about next week's game. I'm not going to talk about. Okay. I want to talk about it. I, yeah, listen, we're all
4: superstitious that way. I mean, let's win this. Please. Talking about a game doesn't affect its uh, result. No, but I love the way Kevin Stefanski's worked. It is one and zero. One and zero.
2: That is true. Yeah. That is and true. But I also like. Like, this is the team out of the three that we could have played, Jacksonville, Indy, Houston, that, um, had, that has me most nervous because sure. of C.J. Stroud. Yeah, he we is, said that
4: last week, too.
2: Yeah, he's playing some unbelievable football. And the other two guys, they'll throw it to you. This guy does not. They, are, they have the fewest turnovers in the league. You know, the game is not about stats. But I came across one that, is, to me, is massively eye-opening with C.J. Stroud. He became the third player ever to lead the league in yard passing per game and touchdown-to-interception ratio. The other two guys were Joe Montana in the 1989 season, the year he won MVP and they won another Super Bowl, and Tom Brady in the 2007 perfect season until they lost to the Giants.
4: That's crazy. That
2: is pretty remarkable stuff.
4: Wow, that that really is 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 eye-opening.
2: You're right.
0: Well, let me ask you another question about this game then, Chris. Yes. Dustin Hopkins. Right, not go. Go. Yeah, Dustin Hopkins is not, or likely not going to play. He's yeah. been absolutely remarkable for the Browns this year, as good as any kicker in the NFL. This kid, Riley Patterson, overall with Detroit and the Browns has been fine, but he hasn't kicked a lot of long field goals. Only four field mm-hmm. goals over 39 yards. How concerned are you in the difference between the two guys?
2: Yeah, I mean it's concerning. There's no, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. So. It is going to affect the way that Kevin calls the game. Uh, I have always felt for the last decade that Baltimore, whomever was running their offense, had such an advantage in their ability at, to call plays at the end of a half or at the end of the game yeah. because they knew they had Justin Tucker on their sideline. And so it opened up their playbook significantly more. So we're going to, you know, are we going to try a 47-yarder? If it's fourth and sixth at the thirty? are we going to try it? I mean, yes, it's indoors. Yes, he spent the year with the Detroit Lions indoors. He has done a good job, but you know, what are they what are they going to do? And and if you here's the thing. If you take away his spirit early in the game, what if you do need him from yeah. 48 yards with That's the game on the line? Like that is that is something that, that we're all going to have to deal with, and it's a, it's, it's a tough, tough thing for Kevin Stefanski because he's the only one that can make this call ultimately.
4: As we sit here today, who are the favorites in the AFC and the NFC? It seems obvious, San Francisco and Baltimore, but it isn't always the ones mm-hmm. that meet in the Super Bowl. Do you have anything outside of those two teams that you think you could um, see making a run?
2: I mean, with the favorites, if you know, if I didn't have my heart in this thing, uh, as I mentioned, I really think that Baltimore is playing at a real, real high level. And San Francisco, being able to rest most of those guys last week, they didn't rest all of them. Um, in fact, I couldn't figure out why Debo and Ayuk were in the game. It drove me nuts, but whatever. Uh, they're, they're really, really good. And if Dallas has to go out there, they're going to have to deal with their road demons. And that is a real problem for them. You know, could a team like Detroit... Give them a problem. I don't know. Philadelphia is a holy mess. Tampa Bay is not going to be good enough. Um, Green Bay is a cute story, but I think it stops this weekend. And then, the, you know, the Rams are the one team I think that could, because of the way that McVay knows Shanahan, they're the one team that might give San Francisco a little bit of an issue.
3: You know, Chris, um, last question. We thank you for um, jumping on with us. Um, When you watch this game, if you say the Browns are going to win the game, will it be be because of Joe Flacco and what he did with the offense or will it be be because of the defense and what the defense is is going to do to C.J. Stroud?
2: I'm going to be honest with you. I think something that has not been talked about at all is that our running game has got to kill it this week. And I'm not talking about running for 220 yards like the Colts did last week. But sometimes we get a little pass happy. I, I know that we've run the ball. We're top five, I believe, in rushing attempts. But it still feels like sometimes when there's, there's, there, there's plays to be made on the ground, we decide to go elsewhere. And I know that Joe has thrown the ball beautifully against Houston. He just ate him up. It's going to be a little different. They're definitely going to have Will Anderson back. They might have Greenard back, who's a really, really good edge guy. Um, but I think we could be able to run the ball. And it would not bother me if we just ran it right up their gut. And that is a great way to take the spirit out of a team.
0: Well, Ford's coming off his best game probably against the Jets. I, mean, I, I know he didn't play much about against the Bengals. So, hopefully they can do it and be balanced. Thanks, Chris. Chris, appreciate you. Enjoy the game, Chris.
2: You got it, guys. I'm uh... – I'm ready to kick. I don't know if we're kicking this afternoon. Probably I not. I wish we it's were. It's 14 where I am. Yeah, I wish we were. So. And
4: most importantly, enjoy watching it with your boys. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. That's, yeah. It's the biggest. That's that, that's why we watch. That's why we love sports. Our parents uh, introduced yeah. it to us, and that relationship is, uh, is one that uh, you have to experience it to understand it. Chris, thanks. Appreciate you.
2: Yeah, and if for whatever reason we don't win, uh, the kids are not allowed back in the house. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. I like that rule. I like yeah, that that's, rule. That's, that makes sense.
4: Yeah, it does. Yeah, I that, mean, you, you go on – you know, everybody's got little superstitions that they – if you're sitting in one chair and the team is doing well, yeah. you, can't, you can't move. You can't get up. If your kids are in the house and they lose a playoff game, I guess they can't come back.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it that, is what it is. that's fair.
1: Chris, yeah, it's always good to on. talk to Chris Rose did a great job filling in for Jimmy Donovan and will continue to do great work and he mentioned the Browns running game which brings us right to our next topic ironically that was not even planned out ahead of time but it's good producing when it works and first a quick word from FanDuel the NFL season may be wrapping up but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel America's number one sportsbook. right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed just by placing a $5 bet that's $150 in bonus bets Win or lose. The app is easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, including live same-game parlays. You can find more bets in the Explorer tab. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, which is the best and most popular way to find parlays and so much more. So make sure you visit FanDuel.com UCSS to make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. I sent you guys some numbers last night about the Texans' running game, the Browns' rushing defense, the Browns' running game, and I was trying to see if there was any trend in what differentiated the Browns, especially defensively, in their wins versus their losses. The big thing is they don't do a great job against the run in their losses. In their six losses, they're averaging 127 rush yards allowed per game in their 11 wins. That number drops to 93. The Texans' running game has been better of late since Devin Singletary took over. But the Browns are also coming off their most successful rushing attack against the Jets. I don't count the Bengals game. Go back to the Jets. Jerome Ford, Cream Hunt. Both looked effective. So, I guess the question for you guys is, which offense, Houston or Cleveland, needs a more balanced attack to have sustained success in this wild-card round?
0: I think it's definitely Houston because the Browns' defense is a lot better. Um, I, I mean, yes, I would argue that Houston's passing game is probably a little better than Cleveland's. But... The Browns' defense is top-notch across the board, uh, running game and passing game. I know there was a little lull there in the middle of the season where they weren't stopping the run as well. I, I, I just think that was injuries piled up a little bit at that point. Miles Garrett was at his lowest point in terms of health-wise, and they were a little banged up and they went through a stretch. But for the most part, their defense has played very well, both the run and the pass. So if the if the Bills or the Bills, if the Texans become predictable. They're in a bad way. We've seen the Texans' defense isn't very good. It's okay. It's not. And plus, by the way, we talked about all the Browns' injuries. Now, I know a lot of these guys are going to play, but keep this in mind. The entire Texans' starting defensive line did not practice yesterday. All four starters did not practice. Now, I think all four are going to play, but all four are banged up, obviously. So that's a factor that none of them – and plus, in fact, their third defensive end, Jerry Hughes, the veteran used to be on Buffalo. He didn't practice either. So, that top five I, defensive lineman didn't practice.
4: I think that a lot of teams, though, Bull, are looking at the Saturday games in particular. Tuesday yeah. is the normal off day. And because the schedule has moved up. Right. <clears throat> but I think a lot of coaches well, still honored that and said, look, everybody yeah. could use a rest. Maybe if so. You're, if you're nursing a ding. You're gonna you're gonna take a seat on Tuesday and go through a, your the, regular work. Week. The point is they're dinged up on that yeah, line. I'm they, not
0: saying they're not going to play. No, they're probably right. going to play. But
4: you know, like you said earlier, it's January. We're all hurt.
0: Yeah, everybody's uh, carrying something. But any little bit of an edging yet? I just think in the end, the the, the Texas defense is not that good, and the Browns have not really been that balanced in re- Now I thought they were balanced against the Jets. Yeah. But for the most part, they haven't been a very balanced offense under Joe Flacco, and yet it has worked. I think against Houston because their defense is not very good. It they don't have to be balanced. We'd like them to be, but I think they I think they have a better chance of winning, not being balanced than the Texans do. I, I if the Texans can't run, they got no shot of beating the Browns. If the Browns can't run, they could still beat
3: the Texans. My opinion. I actually agree with that. I, I think one, one thing I think that we're discounting a little bit is because. We're in the playoffs now. We're in the playoffs now. You're looking at a situation where you're in the playoffs and you kind of, you know, you start over. So starting over in our minds means we kind of forget just how good the Browns' defense is, and we forget how good they are when they are full strength. And so when you talk about the running game, it is imperative for Houston to be able to run the ball with Singletary or Pierce or whoever they're bringing in the game because the thing that the Browns do better than anybody else is three and outs. And the thing that that they want to do in this game to C.J. Stroud is he's a rhythm-type quarterback. So he wants to string together some plays. He wants to be able to take his deep shots. He wants to be able to stay on schedule. Good luck doing that against the Cleveland Browns on 3rd and 10 or 3rd and 11. Any holding penalties, false starts, any of those things are going to put you behind the sticks. I think they have to run the ball. They have to stay and be consistent with running the ball and keeping a threat. Um, that's why if you ask me what is the, the – I guess what is the prescription for the Browns winning this football game? It's getting out, scoring points early in the game, getting out to maybe a 17 to 3, 14 to 3 type game, and then let that defense know hey, look, you got to move the, the, the distance of the field. You're going to have to overcome this pass rush. And I know CJ Stroud is cool, calm, and collected, but you just going to be cool, calm, and collected getting off the turf. That's a difference between being, between being comfortable and being effective. And I don't care who you are; you could be Joe Montana. If you're getting hit and you keep you don't know where the blitz is coming from and you can consistently get pressure, any quarterback is susceptible to turnovers or poor play. We ain't got to have him throw picks. We just need some incomplete passes. Uh, I I agree with you guys, but I think it's I think uh, my philosophy in.
4: Football is pretty simple. Uh, The more balanced you are, the better chance you have of winning, regardless of what defense you're going against, what your offense looks like, and what it's built like. Um, Balance is the key. You have to be able to do both. So I think it's important to both teams that they do have a running game. However, I think it is more important to the Texans for these reasons. The, The Browns have shown that if there's an area you're going to beat them, it is on the ground. Mm-hmm. So I think if I'm Houston, I really want to establish, you know, the pass game is going to be there and that will be there late if they need it. CJ Stroud has proven that time and again. I think what they're going to try to do early on is, is run, establish the run game and prove to yourself and to Cleveland that you can move the ball against them. If they're able to establish a good ground game, I think it could potentially be a long day for the Browns. I really do. If they are only pass forward, I think the Browns win the football game. So, uh, but I also think I can make a case that I think it's very important that the Browns establish a run game too. You made a great point. The Browns have been able to win with Flacco, ignoring the run. That is not something that they can do and continue that, particularly in the playoffs. I don't think, I think that will be
0: harder to do when they play better defensive teams. No question. But no, I, no I question. think against,
4: against the Texans, you could still get away with it if you had to. You, yes, but one of the things that, like, okay, against the Jets, for instance, Yeah. I don't think they were ever afraid of the Jets. The Jets had a better defense than offense, clearly. But uh, when, when you're in the playoffs and with each round you advance, obviously the quality of opponent is better. You know, you're getting better each week. The Texans are an above average team all the way around, or they wouldn't be in the playoffs. So because of that, I do think they're still going to have to. You can't just go out there and let Flacco fling it 45 times. I think Leroy Horde's point is the point that we should focus on this week and moving forward. He made a great point. We've all said it at various times of the season. I've believed all year that their fatal flaw has been the turnovers. It it should bite them at some point. It should. It hasn't. Right. But uh, as I'm looking forward and figuring what is the headline of our season-ending loss, it won't surprise me at all if it's the Browns give the ball away too many times. Sure. If, to Leroy's point, the Browns take care of the football over their next four games, if they're able to do that, the Browns can win a Super Bowl, Their fatal flaw will be interceptions or fumbles. And with Flacco, we know the interception gene is there. We've seen it. We just hope that we can
3: suppress it enough that it doesn't become our kill pill. Sure, I think the way I look at it, I I don't think the Browns are talented enough on the outside or up front or at running back to play a conservative style game. I think that the the reason the Browns are here today is because of, of the touchdowns and because of the interceptions. I've come to the conclusion that that's part of the game. That's part. Of, that is part of yes. how the Browns can win. And if you don't, if t- if you say Joe, just just maintenance the game. He, right. He, you ain't got yeah. enough on the outside to right. make no plays to win these games.
0: You can't, you can't. You can't ask him to rein it in. You have to take the risk. Yes. Of the interceptions for to get the best out of Flacco right now. You got to. And you got to hope. That even even if he's risky, that the turnovers don't happen. And with you, him yeah. so
4: far, with the Browns, yeah. the reward has outweighed the risk. Right. Yes. Right. So you keep doing it. But the you better just the opponent
0: doesn't rear its ugly. The better head. the opponent, the less likely you are away to get away from to get away. You're right. Survive yeah. Yeah. that risk. Right. You you almost have to hope that but you can't the answer mm-hmm. is not to ask him to be more careful. Because that's just not how he's playing, right? No, I, I don't think you can get.
3: You need you need to risk the risk to get the reward. You You're need absolutely to right. Team. No yeah. risk, get no biscuit. And that that's the crazy thing about it. It makes you. It does make you feel like it's like a guilty pleasure, like. You're like, yeah, throw the ball a hundred times. If we throw three picks, it doesn't matter. We got to get four touchdowns and win. As long as you (laughs) have more touchdowns than picks. And if you're going to
0: throw the picks, throw them by the other team's end zone, not your own end zone.
3: (laughs) And and if you do throw the picks, at least we know he forgets it. He like, he's like, it's gone. He's a dog. Like somebody told me, (laughs) Somebody like told me, like, if you have a dog and you punish a dog, the dog forgets in five minutes. Yeah, they what don't I, know. They're like, dude, why are you tripping? And, and you, can't, you can't punish a dog for something it did two hours ago. No, no. Yeah. It You're doesn't like, have are, that kind of memory. What are you like, what talking are you, about? I do. I was just hanging out with you. By it the way, good.
0: speaking of dogs, it reminded me of something that we did at my house recently, which is the most like American privileged white guy thing. One, one of those American privileged white guy things. Do you,
3: does your dog have health
0: insurance? No, my <laughs> wife my that's, wife has talked to me about that's that, next That's next level. No, but we did do a DNA test on him to find out his makeup. Oh. Uh, was it a rescue, so you didn't know what kind of dog rescue. it was? It was a rescue, yeah. Did it come back yet? It did. He's He is a mix of 15 different types wow. of dogs. Wow, 57. Yes, and the most is, which we thought was... Uh, um, Australian cattle dog. Yeah, that's thirty percent. Def- wow. But we found this so second-
4: truly from the streets. That's, that's def- right. <laughs> that's definitely a white person. The,
0: thing. See? Yeah. Uh, and
3: the second most though was a shocker it was a Chihuahua. It's eleven percent Chihuahua. Me and my brother still waiting on them <laughs> DNA tests. Ain't no way I'm this big, mama dad. You need you need to figure something out. What happened? What happened? It man? is so funny. <laughs> Jay, you haven't met G's brothers, have you?
0: No. I have not, no. Uh, so his brothers are both huge also. Yeah. Huge. And his his
4: your mom's tall for a woman. Yes, yeah, like right. Yeah. But his dad is tiny. Yeah, I yeah. met your mom and dad. It wasn't yeah. what I was expecting. Not at all. Like, I thought he, your dad was gonna be this hulking, imposing no, dude. Really
3: These are really his Brothers are just Bible. as big, if not bigger. One does of your brothers he, is bigger. Does than he have you. size in his family though? For uh, brothers, no, uncles? My, my uncles are pretty They're um, tall. But they're they're thin as rails. They're all rails. Wow. Thin as rails. Like eat anything they want. Small. Now I'm trying. Well, to, you got a cousin who's a big dude, also. My cousin who's an actor who, who I've been pre- texting with because he, of his show. He's a pretty nice. This kind of funny. He's yeah. Like he's he's he used to play uh, left tackle at uh, Eastern Michigan, so he's probably about what well, he, you he saw man, about six yeah, he's three. a big three dude, yeah. Wow, six three. He's, two, he's He's a big dude. Um, but other than that, do we need to go on the Maury Povich show? I, because it's just <laughs> the anomalies. Like, Is I got Maury Povich still around. I I don't think, I don't think, is he? I think he is. By the way, I have been to channel
4: 72 somewhere. When I was in
0: college, I went to tapings of Sally Jesse Raphael. Did you really? And Ricky Lake. Uh, I
4: remember uh,
3: both. Uh, Listen, <laughs> Sally Jesse had
4: the red glasses. I, I,
3: I, I just knew Ricky Lake. I say she like black dudes. Ricky Lake. That's definitely. Did she? No, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. She I, just, I made it up in my mind. But oh, I, thought, in like, mind I think she's she gay, did. actually. You, you really? I think, I she's think gay. you're right. I think yeah. she is. Yeah. I do want to bring back right.
1: this to the, the running game real quick. I don't think it's necessary for this week in particular. I think even without a running game, the Browns should be able to move the ball against the Texans. Amari Cooper probably won't go for 265 again, but they have no answer for him and Joku. All those guys. However, as you get playing against the better teams in the playoffs with better defenses, Kansas City, Buffalo, Baltimore, etc adding some semblance of a competent running game to enhance the play action with Joe Flacco would be crazy. is going to make that facet of the Stefanski yeah. playbook in the offense 10 times better. 100%. It's not just a slight flinch at the threat of a run, but it's a legit, I have to commit because they're running the ball effectively, which we actually haven't seen yet. The Jets game was the only sliver of an effective run game with Joe Flacco and he threw for 300 yards in the first half against the number 2 pass defense That's why in the I, entire I, NFL
4: I have dreams that Nick Chubb is healthy. Stop. Can you imagine <laughs> how effective the play fake would be if they were faking it to 24 instead of 30 or whomever. That's crazy. Like it's just oh my god. And you like, know
0: what's so bizarre that you just saying that I'm not I swear I'm not making this up. It's going to sound like I'm making this up. I usually don't remember my dreams. But I dr- I had a dream about Nick Chubb last night, and Lost. I forgot about it until you said it. Really, I had he invited me over to his house, and we were discussing how we would get him ready to play for the playoffs. I totally forgot about it until you said I have dreams of Nick That's Chubb, crazy. and it reminded me of it. I swear to you, I'm not making this up. I just forgot Did about it until you said it. Get him Jay back on that. the field. We were work. I woke up, but we were working. We he and I were coming up with a plan. Now that is a great to dream to get him. On the field for the playoffs. Yeah, so I have the same,
1: th- I have the same thought that you had.
3: Comes
0: to me. He to
3: visit. Was a he came to the
0: Bulls' house. Knock,
3: <laughs> knock, knock, No, no, knock. I went to his house. <laughs> oh, he invited he, me over. You, did you I mean, did you have physical therapy or something? I <laughs> have nothing. I have well, no medical no training
4: whatsoever. I'm completely
3: unqualified. And he just said, Bull, I've been... He needs
4: me. I've been thinking about who I need to reach out to to get me healthy. Yeah. And your name came up. How That's do it? I get on the damn field Saturday? That's it.
3: He said, I need you. I said, I'm there, Nick. Bull, bulls- I'm coming, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he told him, do you need to release some stress, Nick? No, come on, man. <laughs> now stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Whoa. By the He's way, stressed. by the
0: way, apparently... <laughs> Uh, uh, I hey, actually I was
1: thinking no- this the chat I was thinking the same thing man. He that's was like inappropriate inappropriate Nick Chubb, inappropriate.
0: Last night. Nick, Chubb I, <laughs> Nick Chubb is not inappropriate. You, almost died you as guys you
1: said eating pie okay. Let's bring back the level of That's true. By the way, I actually know
0: uh this this, this will sound pausey too. I, I'm not going to say where, but I palsy. actually I actually know where Nick lives because I'm not going to say how cuz a friend of a friend, but but Apparently he's the the best neighbor. Yes, I do too. Know friendly someone that to he- all his uh,
4: uh, fellow building people. Yep. And you'd and never know that he was a professional. Never. There's no parties. There's nope. no nothing. Yeah. It's. <laughs> it's um, I don't think it's the same person that we know. That's a neighbor. probably not. no. But I've I've, yeah. I've heard stories about just yeah. the most pleasant. He's the best. Kind. Yeah. You know, I've said before, if you could if you could have fifty three Nick Chubbs... you win the Super Bowl every year. Every year, and with work ethic. And mindset, and approach, hey. and and just doing his job hey. and staying out of everybody's Never, business. Here, here's
3: the crazy: you talk yeah. about the you talk about the Kool Aid Mafia, and how we have a cult. Listen, if you want to get canceled in Cleveland. <laughs> The easiest way. Say something bad about twenty four. Say, say anything about Nick Chubb, I they mean, will. They will get you up out of here. Yeah. They will spam your emails, twitters. They will get you out of here. You cannot say nothing about Nicholas Chubb. Not, I, I would take, I, and
0: and this is, I'm not making taking a shot at Watson. I, if I could have Nick Chubb back, I. If you told me you could have any, you could have any four players that are injured or Nick Chubb, I'd take Nick Chubb. I would too. And I, I wouldn't I even would think do. about it for two seconds, and that might be crazy because. Watson's upside is really high, but I don't care. If I can put Nick Chubb on this team right now, yeah. forget about it.
4: God, it's, forget just,
0: about it. it's such but a shame that he yeah. has
4: to watch this
0: in straight <laughs> clothes. That being said, I, I was really – and I've, been, I've probably been harder on Jerome Ford on this show than anybody, and I really like the way he played against the Jets. Well, I thought well, it was no, his no, best, I best performance. Yeah. I thought he really showed some growth in his game. Twinkle and toes. the offensive line is improving. <laughs> Joe Batonio toes. told uh, Jason the other day, it's the best he's felt all year, which is stunning, isn't yeah. it? Just a couple of weeks ago, he yeah. could barely moved. Exactly. <laughs> so the fact that they're, they're in really good shape in that middle, the tackles have been serviceable enough. And I'm with Chris dope. Rose. I wish we could kick it
4: right now. Oh, I am God, yeah.
1: so anxious <laughs> and excited. <to laughs> Jay, I can't believe it's only like Wednesday. I uh, by the up, way, day, like this feels like Thursday. Jay yes, has not like stopped
4: Friday. fidgeting. No, the he worst has not <laughs> <stopped> moving.
0: <laughs> I, listen, <laughs> the worst is Saturday when you get up because you want it to happen. <laughs> I know. And then that day is going to drag. Thankfully, it's they're the not play- kick, right? Yeah, thankfully they're not playing at eight o'clock. Oh.
3: Thank God. Because I'm, that day is going to drag till four o'clock. I'm on a radio day, day, and it's the best day yeah, I've that's ever true. I was like, thank goodness I'm on ATT. Because yeah. I, I couldn't. So be you're sitting, sitting on, at home biting your nails. And you're the only game in town. How crazy is that? Yeah. I, you, they might need to take my phone mm. away from me. So I'm going to be on Twitter <laughs> going crazy. I'm going to let y'all know right now, don't follow me. Yeah. Like, you, I'm going to be going nuts. Either way, Duke and knee jerk. Full extended. Mike, speaking of Betonio, do you have that clip?
1: You want to play that We're going to do one thing, then we'll get to the player reaction at Mm -hmm. the end. But before we get to our last topic, one more word from FanDuel. Because the NFL season may be wrapping up, but there's still time to get it on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets, guaranteed just by placing a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets. Win or lose for brand-new customers. The app is simple, and there are so many different ways to bet, including... Live same-game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explorer tab. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, which is the best and most popular way to find parlays and so much more. So make sure you visit FanDuel.com UCSS to make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. But we'll get to the sound from yeah. Antonio later. I promise we'll get to that. Okay. And it's very funny, so it's worth sticking around. Yeah. But we've seen on the Internet a lot, and we're going to do this on Wednesday so we don't have to talk about it in the rest of the week. We're going to spend 10 minutes on it, but... The whole Deshaun Watson to Houston ties have been a major storyline online. He's not playing in the game, obviously. He's still on on IR recovering from a shoulder surgery. So I guess the question I want to ask you guys is, how big of a storyline should the Deshaun Watson trade his connection and ties to Houston? The fact that he's not playing in this game, CJ Stroud is coming to Houston and taking them to the playoffs. How much of a storyline should that be over the next three, four days as we get ready to take on Houston in the AFC wildcard round? I think none at all
3: zip zero. Yeah, I mean, we all and we in a, I didn't flip the switch to a point where I don't No disrespect to Deshaun Watson. I don't even be thinking about it like that. It's right. like it's like saying, do you think of your, your ex-wife on your anniversary with your new wife? No, nah, like right. it's like out of sight, out of mind. Like, you know, not that to say and he's our a, ex, but this is what we've been waiting for. It's playoffs. Yeah. All that rest of that stuff. I and don't if care. Any team has come to embrace the next man up mentality. It's this
4: team. Like, right. it doesn't matter I, who goes down you just you you at some point realize that to an extent they're replaceable. Yeah, I, I I
0: even from a national media perspective, I don't think it's much of a story this week. It's really just a hey, they had the Sean Watson they traded, but now it's Joe Flacco. It's <laughs> right. like the beginning of the story yeah. and then a quick turn the page. Maybe in Houston it's a big story, you but you guys I doubt you expect it. him to be at the game?
1: Yeah, yeah, he I better have be. Been at the there.
4: Game. See, yeah. I I just the, the only reason I I bring that up is because I think he subjects himself to if he, whether he's on the sidelines or he's up in the booth, yeah. um, he's going to see a lot of
3: Texans fans and yeah. they're not going to have nice things to say to him.
4: Uh, I last don't know. Year, I just don't
3: know. Auto last year it wasn't that bad. Like they we we thought yeah, he was going to get half stuff thrown on the field, well, the remember, dude was taking pictures. When there like 20,000 fans there or something, <laughs> no one showed up. Yeah, there was it was, it was kind of minimal I, I think
0: he I, I think you're t- your teammate, you got to be you should be on the field for the he playoffs. He's I gonna, think he he's should. He's be. Be on the and line. he's been there, he he's been I there. I hope he's on the sidelines. I think side he should line. be. He's been there the last few games and I think he'll be there, but in the end I I mean I don't care about it. Yeah, I know I you either. guys don't care about it. No. I don't know if they care about the storyline in tech, in Texas. Listen, they I don't know why they would. No, as pissed moved as on they on were in a better place. You know what? In the end he did them a favor forcing his way out. Hell yeah, he did. <laughs> they got three first round picks for him. Uh,
4: and they got and they solved their quarterback. And, and they
3: That's got right. and they got the. And they they got a good story. And, and I don't even think the national media sh- nah, should be a thing even. because like, you you got a good matchup. The storyline is built. Well, you know what? You know how the national media is. Um,
4: if they if he's in ice. <laughs> site <laughs> they they catch you. what's the over
3: under on shots that
4: they take of Deshaun yeah. Watson who, during the game d- but, did, and by you, the way
3: in, in the industry who, to, who who chooses that who says who, individual producers uh, game producers uh, game producers like, like the, me, you, you remember the Deshaun Bobby Watson Brister's
4: Watson mom storyline where when Bobby Brister was Bobby playing for the Steelers for some reason the producers of those games really loved Bobby Brister's parents was she hot no. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's not like, you know, I thought for sure once they showed Jake Browning's girlfriend once, yeah, yeah. I thought they were going to show her 18,000 well, times. Well, they showed her a few times. showed her a handful. <laughs> yeah, when, yeah, yeah. Once they showed her once, and I'm sure social media went nuts, Yeah. I thought, uh-oh, here's our next, you know, just like when I, I'm so done with the cutaway shots, and I hope my daughter's not watching. I'm sure she's not. But when they take this cutaway shots in Kansas City yeah. of, of Taylor uh, Swift, Taylor Swift my daughter's a Swifty. It's so, oh, huge Swifty. By the way, it,
0: I don't know if you heard about this. I, one of the award shows was just on the Golden Globes. I, I saw that. I saw that clip. And there's a comedian named Joe Coy, who, for yeah. those who don't know, he's a funny guy. I like I, him, but it did not go over
4: well. It wasn't even that bad. No, but you could saw the reaction I to know. it. I know. I think everybody <laughs> in the building, the, the joke was, you know, uh, what's the difference between an uh, NFL game and the Golden Globes? Well, the Golden Globes won't have as many cutaways as Taylor Swift, and they immediately cut to Taylor Swift, right, she looked, and she looked like if if daggers came from eyeballs, he would be dead. I, Why then, would she but just laugh I think everybody in, that case. in the
3: room was afraid to laugh. I know it was like complete silence. Hey, you don't do Taylor Swift. Got so much power. Yeah, she can have the draft reenacted. He just got naturally drafted. <laughs> he's, he's in the middle. He's in the but Middle East now. It wasn't really. <laughs> it wasn't really even an insult of her.
4: No, it, it was, was real, more poking it was, fun of the NFL. She was part of the punchline. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right. But she's yeah. so sensitive to criticism. That's funny. We've seen that before. I, I was, thought it
3: was funny, but no one else did. After 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 the Kanye West move, you can't say nothing. No, you better leave. She's untouchable, you leave. man. You Better leave her alone. <laughs> hey, shout out man. to Taylor Swift. Hey, He's how you She's got
0: doing? the biggest fan base out there. Man, so what's the over-under?
1: If Deshaun is on the sideline, who gets shown more in random cutaways? Taylor Swift in the Chiefs game on Peacock oh, come or Deshaun? On. Oh, oh nobody's going to surpass Taylor no, Swift. Although well,
4: it depends on how the Chiefs are doing. They only show her after a big Travis Kelsey yeah. play or, you know. Yeah. Or, or lack thereof. Out. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, if he maybe, you know, drops a big key pass, they might show her reaction. I think they have a, a camera fixed on her in the booth at all time, routed into replay because... There was a random moment in a game a few games ago, which wasn't like you wouldn't say, hey, ISO on Taylor because they're, right. in the, they're at the goal line. It was a middle of field play. He had a nice catch and you know, got a handful of yards and they immediately cut to her right, reaction, right. you know, yeah, yeah, celebrating. Yeah. I'm like, why would you be fixed on her unless you're not fixed on her for the whole game? That's, which is what a waste of a camera.
0: By the way, that game is supposed to be
4: one of the coldest games in the history of football. Eight below, I think I read. That is not good and for the Dolphins. The, that's the air temperature. With wind it could they say the windshield could be in the minus. I, at I least. the Bengals
3: Chargers playoff game, AFC oh championship my God. game. Let me, <laughs> ridiculous. Let me give you guys this. Is because 'cause will be rooting for these upsets. I, I I secretly want a Browns uh playoff home playoff game. are uh, is there any chance of an upset with these two teams, Pittsburgh and, uh, and the, with the Dolphins? 1,000%. I mean, is there a chance? Yes. Sure. Yes. Is it likely? I would no. pick either of them. No. Yeah. But is there a chance? I I have stopped saying
4: there's no chance. Not because I said year. there's no chance the Browns would beat the Niners. Yeah. And I was wrong. Yeah, I mean. And I'm, so, I, you know what? Now, from now on, there's a very, very small chance so what's anything your, can I, happen. I'd what's be what's surprised. What's more
3: likely, the, the Steelers? Or the Dolphins. You know, it's funny. I, would, I asked my dad that I, I'd See, I, want, I, oh, first, I would say the Dolphins.
0: See, I want,
3: first, I would say the
0: Dolphins because they're way
4: better than the Steelers, but, uh, but they're not used to playing in that kind of weather. No, they just not. feel
3: like they're limping into it. it but just, you know
4: what? No one's used to playing in that kind of weather. Maybe, no one. Maybe. I, I always laugh when the national media will say stuff like, That's hey, true. you know, Miami's got to come up to Cleveland in January. Yeah. <laughs> How many games do you play? Where it's uh, that's minus true. eight. Fair, fair. How
3: many of you are working uh, outside in the greater Cleveland area? <laughs> right, it, none it, of us. It, you're not that's, used to
0: that. It's got to be the Dolphins because a the Dolphins are way better than the right. Steelers.
4: And right now, the Bills are a lot better than the Chiefs. I, think. I agree. I agree on both counts. Yeah. I think the Dolphins are better than the Steelers and the Chiefs. I've said it all year. They don't scare me this yeah. year. They no. don't. Now they can flip the defense has been good. It's their been defense. better, but their offense and, is you know, just. Pedestrian. So, it, but, it but is, if, if
3: the Dolphins do win, we still gotta go Baltimore, right? Yes. N-
0: no. Yes. No. no. Wait. If, what no. what, what, the
1: what Dolphins did you say? Win, no.
0: No. If, if the Dolphins, Dolphins beat if the Dolphins beat the Chiefs, and the Bills beat the Steelers, then the Browns would play the Bills in Buffalo yeah, instead of Baltimore. We would need the Steelers. and Miami would go to Baltimore. Yes. The only way the uh, the only way they get a home game is if both of those teams they both need to drop. So, so if if either one win,
3: they go to Baltimore. They,
0: yeah, well, no, they go to no, they go to Buffalo. But, well, yeah. either Buffalo or Kansas City, depending on which team would win. Right. If, if it, there's an if there's one upset, the Browns go to Buffalo
3: or Kansas City. Right. If there's two upsets, the Browns, Browns host, host the
0: game. The Steelers. I need
3: one of them because here's my thing: if if I, if the Browns catch the Ravens in the in the AFC Championship game, that's tricky for them. It's one game. Winner went on. Winner and take off with, with Joe Flacco. Oh, heck, no! Listen. That, nah, well, I, you asked. I know he didn't want boy, to. Well, you say you don't want to play the Ravens. No, no, no. no he's saying I, it's tricky for Baltimore. I, you I, asked
4: Chris the question, and yeah. quite frankly, I thought it was a perfectly fair question. Yeah. And you're one thousand percent total like, pressure on the them last all. thing. If if you were to sit down and say, what are your likely the scenarios that you most want and I, most are hoping don't happen. For the Ravens, the nightmare is the Browns in Baltimore in that, the AFC title And that's game. the most
0: likely thing to happen for I them. mean, if that's, one of these upsets, that's,
4: yeah, if yeah. there's going to be a big upset because they've beaten them there already, and, you know, Chris talked about it, and we haven't, but it was a thing that, and, and it's not, it certainly wasn't a Joe Flacco thing. This happens often in the NFL. When they drafted his replacement, mm-hmm. Joe wasn't exactly the... Come on, kid. Let me take you under yeah, my right. wing. And now, he wasn't he wasn't that washed up. It wasn't like no, he, was he was super washed. he wasn't far away from yeah. his Super Bowl. Yeah. But I'll say this. It was because he was – the reason he didn't take him under his wing is because Joe ran one set of uh, – one offense. Yeah. And Lamar was clearly a different kind of quarterback. What can he learn from Joe Flacco? I mean, there are things yeah. he can learn about reading defenses and whatnot. But their games were so dissimilar. But – that was the narrative at the time, was that Joe was not big brother to Lamar. Let me show you how it's right, done. Right, sure. Just like Aaron Rodgers Brett wasn't Marv. that guy to love, and Favre wasn't that guy to Rodgers. There's a million examples. Yeah. Uh, Donovan, ben Roethlisberger wasn't nuts when Donovan, they
3: Donovan McNabb was not very... Uh, and it's human no. nature.
4: It's human nature. If, if I told one of you guys, or I was told tomorrow, hey, we're going to bring a new kid in, and we want you to sort of mentor him. <laughs> we think he's got great potential. We've put a lot of resources into it, we'd be like, oh, okay, that's cool. I guess I'm training my replacement. In TV, that's a real thing. I'm training my replacement because it happens a lot. But even though Joe Flacco wasn't great about all of that, can you think of a better scenario when Joe is sitting at home in late October, late into November? If someone would have said, well, looks like you're done. You're out of the league. Write your fantasy comeback finish. Well, I come back for a team and knock Lamar Jackson and right, the right, Ravens right. out of the playoffs. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So your question was perfectly. Yeah. Of a fair. <laughs> I, that's the last to, thing the Ravens want to see. I'm not trying to see
0: the Browns. I, I, I'm just not. I know if if you guys feel like it's a jinx to talk about this, it's fine. You don't have to. But I'll say. I don't really. I, I, I'll say this. If you think about looking forward, next week they could play four teams. Possibly they could play the Steelers at home. The Ravens on the road, the Chiefs on the road, and the Bills on the road. Right. My order of who I like to play, obviously the first choice is Steelers at all. That'd be crazy. My second choice, I think, is a tough one between the Ravens and the Chiefs, but ultimately I would take the Ravens on the road. Over the Dolphins? No, they can't play the Dolphins. There's no scenario they can play the Dolphins. I'd rather the Browns play the Ravens than the Chiefs, even though the Ravens have been the better team, because I think for the Browns, I'm more, in the end, I'm more worried in the playoffs about Mahomes than I am Lamar. Right. When it matters. The last team I'd I want. I, I would agree the with The Bills that. would be last. The Bills would be the last team I'd want to play.
4: I think that's fair.
0: Because that, that's a, just how I yeah. feel right now. That's
4: the, that, I yeah. Because they're like, Guys, the, like the Browns, they're peaking right now too. I, well, to that point, and yeah. I asked Chris this question and I was hoping he would give me a more definitive answer. I said, obviously, everyone's choices are the one seeds. It, it always is that way. Everybody says, yeah. nobody's playing better than the Niners and the Ravens. Truth be told, it's not, it doesn't always happen where the ones meet in the playoffs. In fact, more often than not, it's not two ones that meet in the Super Bowl. So what I would say is the team that I would pick as the biggest disruptor would be the Buffalo Bills. I think the Buffalo Bills have championship pedigree. I think like we're salivating here that a lot of the good teams are gone. I think no one is salivating more than the Bills because Patrick Mahomes is gone. Right. And Joe Burrow was Mahone. gone, and I mean, if they
0: play Mahomes,
4: well, Mahomes not gone, but no, I know, but what? what but I, for the first time ever, they
0: get Mahomes at home. They yes, be playing in they Buffalo. They would have to go two. By the Kansas way, Josh City. Allen, even though he's two and three in the playoffs, which is not, or three and four in the playoffs, which is not great. Right. Uh, if you look at his touchdown to turnovers, and I'll include a couple of rushing touchdowns, and he actually has a receiving touchdown in the playoffs. He has twenty
3: touchdowns, five turnovers in the playoffs. Well, wow. I guess the goal would be to have them have a snow, snow, uh, but, like a, a snow event where. But they still throw the ball well. Like, he, yeah. he throws the ball. But the of plan. the
0: likely matchups, I think the Browns match up better with the Ravens than they do with the Bills and Chiefs. I, listen, I think the Browns can beat any of these teams right. if they play their best football. Yeah. But I think, looking ahead for just a, a minute, I think the, the Ravens, Lamar's got all the pressure. And think about it. Next week, they will essentially have sat – they will have sat two weeks in a row. I know. Lamar didn't play last week. No. They will have sat for two weeks in a row. He's been – you know he's thinking about how they've been a disaster with him in the playoffs. There's no way that's
4: not on his mind. Yeah. No if, way. If you guys had to pick one team not named Niners or Ravens, who is your biggest threat to win the Super Bowl? Bills. You too? Yeah. Uh, that's why not... I wanted them out. I wanted them not making the
3: playoffs all that together. They're, they're pretty good. Clear looking. the decks yeah. because they scare the hell out of me. The, I w- you know this is messed up a little bit. <laughs> I think the Rams are a dark horse, man. I like
4: the Rams in the NFC. The Rams are a dark because horse, man. I just don't think their defense is very good. I know, they can I'm worried about that too, but here's what always I always come back to with them. McVeigh can scheme for
3: any opponent, and they have championship medal. They do, <laughs> and, and they, it. they, they got they got yeah. running game, they got passing game, they got the quarterback, they got you know Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald still, is still, still there. Going to play, so I, listen. Yeah. I, I, I like them as a dark horse. Hey,
1: Bull, by the way, you had Miami and Pittsburgh mixed up. The Browns can't play Pittsburgh next round. They can only play Miami.
0: You're right. I screwed that up. That's a okay, bad job. Yeah. Of me. I thought
4: there was a chance. Where I, they could I play forgot.
0: Miami. I keep forgetting because in my mind, I was thinking. Yeah, I screwed that up because the because the Steelers are the seven. The Browns can't play the seven. You're right.
1: Shout out to Evan four one nine for.
0: Thank that you, Evan four one nine. I screwed that up. So, but the Dolphins <laughs> would still be whether it's the Steelers or the Dolphins. Dolphins or Steelers. still It's number still one your first choice because yeah. they're the two worst teams, and it would be at home. They'd play the Dolphins at home. Yeah.
1: So, two things before Dolphins we get to some super chats, guys. Two more things, real quick. One, there's been some players and coaches who's speaking right now. And I want to play a sound bite for you guys. I want to mention a couple of their bites. But uh, this first one comes from Joel Batonio. Yeah, this one's on awesome. Joe Flacco and Wyatt Teller. And you ready to play the sound whenever you're ready? To... <laughs> you
0: guys know Wyatt. He likes to talk a little bit. So every once in a while, we have to make sure he's back in the huddle. And Joe's not afraid to let him know in a, in a colorful way. Yeah. Did we talk about this on the air? I, I, I missed the first no, part did... of that. Okay. So... Apparently, I don't remember I don't remember I guess we didn't talk about this on the air. Apparently, Wyatt Teller was like pissed at a ref or something and as was as action was going on and God Mike, did you say something? No. Oh, sorry. Uh so Wyatt Teller was like getting on the ref, he was yelling at him or whatever and appa- I don't remember exactly what Flacco said, but if Flacco was like Basically, like Wyatt, shut uh, Wyatt, shut the f up, and get the hell over here. Wow! And, and Wyatt was like, "Yes, sir." <laughs>
3: <laughs> nice.
0: And that's so. That's why Joel is saying, like, jo- Joe Flacco's calm and collected, except when it comes to Wyatt. <laughs> that's funny.
3: <laughs> you know Very that. Funny. You know that's so funny because that. See, stuff like that. The dudes that be in the locker room, that that kind of stuff count. Like, oh yeah. That, that shows like they they believe in them. It's his huddle? Is his team? And then, and it's want, like right. And they, and the way he's talking about it, you could tell just the level of buy in that he got. The way he's speaking about that, yeah, you like, that's that's that, that is hard to do. Yeah, and he just got there. Yeah, you know your boys when you can
4: bust each other's right, balls, right. and everybody understands this is just for the betterment of yeah, the group, yeah, yeah. not for and and it's he, it's, it's it's in fun. There's, you know, yeah. it, for him to say that to him, and he t- he took it and was like, yeah. yeah, all right, you're, right. Yeah. you're, you're the boss. Right.
0: You're right. I, I know <laughs> what's going on. By the way, how's it going? Are we getting Carly Teller on, Mike, or what's happening here?
1: We're we're working. Well, listen, we have two or three guests booked each day for the next like seven days, so it's not like we have a ton of. Uh, I know, open but spots to get one here. of the
0: players' wives, it would be nice. Yeah.
1: Uh, a couple more things from this meeting, or uh, not meeting, but from the press. Jeff Driscoll officially QB two. It's official, huh? planted Yeah, Alex Van Pelt confirmed that today. <laughs> PJ would say Kevin Stefanski wouldn't. Stefanski
3: <laughs> send him a raven. <laughs> I'll tell you, Saturday at three o'clock. Send the raven down and below to tell the Driscoll's one up. One more
1: thing, I want to I want to point out this is from Hayden Grove, but they talked about having it. There was a team meeting on Monday between all the players, the players only team meeting. The only players who were allowed to speak were players who had been to the Super Bowl. I,
4: you know what, I can't believe you said that because when Leroy was talking about experience and that he said, you know, they've got veterans, but nobody, you know, not a lot of experience at the Super Bowl. What I said was, I, I hope at some point before Saturday, I wanted to bring this up, is that Kevin Stefanski gets everybody together and in front of the group, calls Juan Thornhill up and lets Thornhill talk and calls Joe Flacco up. Is there now anybody else? I know, Rodney I, McLeod, too. No, no, I know there are other oh, guys. Oh, Rodney McLeod, yeah. McLeod as well. But for me, what I was thinking was, I want to hear from Thornhill and Flacco about how this is different how this is possible, and how it changed their lives. In, in particular, sure. how it changed their lives. Is, is McLeod – is there anybody else or McLeod? The third Thornhill,
1: one, McLeod, it. Flacco were the three listed in the tweet. I'll have yeah. to dig up and see if there's yeah, anyone else Yeah, I can't think of anybody with, else off the top of my head. Super Bowl experience. But I did think that was a cool little gesture, and I'm curious if you guys think that – and I guess Leroy was in a different thought process than us. He took Stroud. He said the playoff experience doesn't matter as much, but I'm surprised a, a former player said that. I I feel like – or maybe we looking too much into experience, or no? I just, I mean, do you think but, Leroy, Leroy, I don't, too we much? haven't, but I just, and we gotta ask that. other players. Sure, or we yeah. have, we have, we have Bernie, we have Bernie and Tim on this and week, and Tim yeah. on this week. We'll see, yeah, we'll see what time. they have to well, say. When you
3: got a signal. I, when you got a dude who who you saw go on the road, which you might have to do, it makes a difference. It makes a difference. I mean, man. Bernie's
0: the perfect person to ask because Bernie went to the playoffs as a rookie. Now he, you, you know what I'm saying? So. Uh, that's, he's like Leroy. We love Leroy. And he spent a lot, he went to the playoffs a lot, but not, not until he was five years in. Yeah.
3: Right. He didn't go as a rookie and, 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 and he for, didn't have the pressure as a quarterback. And for him to say, for them to get up there to talk, he's speaking to the elite guys. Like he's speaking. That's why I'm happy that they, they got up and spoke to him because now if you Denzel Ward, if you miles Garrett, the actual best players on your team that may be not been there. He's explaining to them, listen, man, you don't take this for granted. You may never get back into the playoffs. You, there's Joe Thomas out here who ain't never had a playoff game. You better play. Every, you better leave it all on the field. Everything you got, you better leave it out there. And, and that's why I say, hey, you got a rookie that, that is there, but you done put years into this game. So, for you to be like, oh, we, we're going to, hey, let, let's have a nice story for C.J. Stroud. No, you got a lot of years in this, this league, rookie. We yeah. hope you the best, but we, get, we need it now. And, and I would say, guys, like, at least how
0: I feel, I'm sure you guys feel the same way, C.J. Stroud is certainly a special rookie, right? Yeah. So there's no doubt about it, and he has big-time college football experience. Nobody's expecting him to fall apart this game. He's not going to be a disaster. No, but even so. if it affects him a little bit, sure, that's something. <laughs>
3: Yeah, one and throw. I, and oh. I just don't
0: see how a rookie can't be affected at least a tiny a, bit. A, a if rookie, I find
3: it hard to believe. A rookie cannot be your best player. I don't believe that. I don't to be a see, we talk about can you be the, can you be a number one player on a number one option? I just don't believe that you can win a Super Bowl with a rookie being your
1: best player.
0: Has it ever happened? I don't, I don't know. know. That it hasn't. I mean, Dan Marino I mean, got to the Super Bowl as a rookie, but he lost. It
1: definitely hasn't happened recently.
4: Randy, Randy rookie season was incredible. Yes, it was credible. And yeah, yeah. they came damn yeah. close. They came within a missed yeah. field goal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of, Joe Bur- of and he was their yeah. best player. Yeah. Of of them going to the Super Bowl, but that, I don't. Right. I can't ever remember. No, the time Burrow this went his
0: second year, but he didn't win. It's uh, hard, man. That uh, year I
4: you get win? What was his first Super Bowl? What year oh, was he? Oh, I in? think they, but he wasn't I, their I, best
3: player. No, he wasn't their best player, but, but I think they won his rookie year. I think it they was did 13 too. Thirteen and three, right? Wasn't he was like thirteen and three? But. but wasn't that was that Heinz Ward was still playing. Um, Jerome Bettis, yeah, Bettis. and yeah, Bettis. they Jerome had Bettis. a loaded defense. Yeah. But
4: I think he won it as a rookie. didn't he? I think he? he's he the did. only one that
0: has. I, can you double check that, Mike? I'm pretty sure he won it as a rookie, but who's this? Rothsberg, Ro- 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 but you said you can't win your rookie as a best player. He was not no, even he was
4: close not their to their best, best player. player. They had a really good defense, and they had a lot of pieces on offense.
3: If he does, listen, I, I'll crown him. I ain't, I ain't afraid to crown nobody. If he if CJ Stroud do something like make it to the AFC Championship game, I'm gonna just say I ain't never seen nothing like that. See, bro. I've crowned did you say him they won already. Super I mean, Bowl? he's did they, the Super Bowl? Bowl? did they win the Super Bowl his rookie year? No. All right. What
4: I'm,
1: year did they win? Early in his career, he won Was it the second year? No. Did they win in? 2006, right? 2007. I wonder. Uh, I'm trying to think, it was Pittsburgh and I don't Pittsburgh know. and Seattle. Seattle. Pittsburgh. I guess Detroit, my brain's fried at this and point. And it was. I think it was. They won the tooth That so was that his rookie? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. He went 13 and 0 as a rookie. Yeah. Well, but they won the Super Bowl that year. I thought. I thought he did. Are you using Pro Football Reference? Yeah, but they don't have the results with the. Hold on. Click on the year.
0: Click on the year of his rookie year. If you click on the year, it'll bring up the standings for that year and everything.
1: Super Bowl champion of the Patriots that year. That's right. Well. Yeah. They lost yeah. in the AFC championship. Okay. AFC right. championship. We were game. wrong. Okay.
0: Okay. And, and he wasn't their best player though. anyway. Listen,
4: I, it's not about crowning this guy. I've crowned him. I mean, i I'll crown barring, him. barring some miraculous situation where he completely falls apart, I think CJ Stroud has set himself up. To have an incredible professional yeah, career. Yeah, I think
0: you got to do it for two years before you're cemented. Yeah, but he, I, we, I think we'd all be shocked if he's not one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, my
4: play. eyes tell me he's one yeah. of the best right now, and you know I have nothing to believe, make me believe that he's not going to be one Couple of the best. Couple super going chats forward. here
1: before we wrap up. Thomas Dalton says ESPN says CJ's ranked 27th against man coverage. Uh, I have to look into that. I'm not sure what's that that's necessarily referring to, but I'll look into it. Thomas. Ooh. Mm. Vontae90 for life says, What do you think the Browns' biggest weakness will be if they can't stop CJ? The run or the pass? Run? Yeah, I do too. And if last they one, can't stop CJ? Yeah, I mean, that's, without that. I would, yeah. I mean, if they. Yeah. If, it's it, Devin Singletary, Case Keenum, I guess, is the question, if that's. I'm reading it right from Vonte. I don't know. Uh, last one. Him. Jimbo218 says, I believe Nick Chubb's contract is over at the season's end. No. What is no, the chance not. we resign him? No. It's not
0: over, oh, but wait. the cat. The number is too big for next year. They're yeah, going yes, so to have to redo it.
4: Yeah. They're going to have to redo it, particularly because he's a major unknown now coming off of right. ACL tear.
0: Yeah. Well, well he had two surgeries. He did, but yeah. that's not
4: completely uncommon right, well, for the kind of injury. I mean, the yeah. severity of that hit and that injury, that was, my goodness. Yeah. We were all stunned when the initial MRI said no torn ACL. Right. Like, like I, I've said his ACL then is made of rubber. Yeah. There's no There's way he couldn't no have torn way. it. no yeah, way. But when no. the swelling reduced and they got a better look at it, it was torn. So, all right. okay. We'll see you on overtime. Yeah. We're still three days from kickoff. Yeah. It's crazy. Feels
1: like, it Feels like it should be torn. Hey Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music.